Arlnauts, podcast number six. Six times the Arlnauts. Times six Divided times... by three equals there's two of us. <laughs> Zach and Craven. <laughs> nice job. Great work. Yeah. So welcome. Uh, today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about some of our favorite sound effects that we always come across when we're going through our library. Um, things that pop up because of metadata fails that I'm too lazy to remove from the collection, but <laughs> it's always funny when they come up, so we keep them in there anyway. They give us a laugh every single time we find them. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be playing some of those. Uh, I'm also gonna be playing some musical segues at random and seeing if uh, Zach can. Uh, this is Craven. Seeing if Zach can um, figure out what they're about. We'll see how that goes. What their intended use should be. Yep. And uh, you'll, you'll get it when we get there. It's a high concept. <laughs> yeah, so we'd like to start out with uh, a shout out to uh, our Patreon supporters. Yeah, uh, everybody all... who's joined in to help support us and support the Arl Nuts cause. We just wanted to give a huge thanks to, to everyone. and Your support has been really excellent. And uh, it's definitely helped us to continue to, to pump out stuff that we feel is really good quality work and at a better pace than we've been able to do in the past. Yeah, it's because of these guys on Patreon, we were able to actually sit down and crank through episode five uh, as quickly as we did. And I, I know there was a long turnaround between episodes, but when we actually sat down to, to get into it and finish it, we were able to do that at a, at a, at a great rate. Yes. Um, but yeah, we talk about Patreon from time to time, but we don't ever really talk about the people and there's uh, there's a few on there that have really I mean everybody on there obviously is 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 the best for coming to our side and helping us out but there's a few people on there that really are just they're above and beyond anything that we are offering on the on the the incentives list and and they just seem fine with just you know contributing whatever they can and there's the top of the list uh, number one is Actually, a, a real-life friend of mine, and and more recently, a friend of Craven's as well, is, is our friend Timmy. Yes, Timmy! Timmy delivered early and hard. <laughs> he came in, <laughs> probably one of the first donators, and, and just has stayed at the top. This guy is... He's actually helped us a lot <laughs> in the past in his subtle ways. If you saw on Instagram, he had, had a uh, cross-stitch cross needlepoint sent to me that said, everybody, make sure everybody has Zimas on it in this like Christmas <laughs> font. It's very festive, but he's always there. He's like probably the most supportive of his media friends as anybody I've ever seen. He's got a lot of friends that uh, produce. You know, Sean Baby is one of his good friends. Um, he's actually how I met Sean Baby, and he just he just supports anything he thinks is funny, and he's really great. So Timmy, number one, uh, number two, close behind him is Charles S. You know who you are. He upped his uh, pledge out of nowhere to something insane, and he's just been keeping it there, and that's amazing to us as well. And we look forward to hearing more from him. We'd like to know more about you. <laughs> Chris S. Coming in at number three. Uh, it's fair. I feel bad. I know Timmy personally, so I actually have a lot to say about him. And you guys are just like these crazy, like, like patron saints that we don't know personally, but... Um, the main reason we're doing this is because they just, we don't know how to thank you guys enough, and especially you guys at the top. Uh, and then tied for fourth are two people. We have Andrew and Paul. That's Andrew A. and Paul H. So, yeah, you guys are, are way too generous. And, 
you know, we, we want to do something really cool for you guys because you've come through so hard for us. So we'd like to reach out to you. Maybe, um, you know, we were thinking maybe if, if there's any interest that you guys might have in doing a cameo in episode six or something like that. It's always fun for us to bring people in and, and do cameos. We always have a lot of character parts. Um, like there are a ton of uh, small parts that we had people do for the Christmas parade, which we just released as a separate video today. Yeah. Today as in December 16th. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll reach out to you uh, personally um, through, through Patreon. And you and, would, you know, you'd be... It, we feel like it's a nice shout out, but you would also be helping us even further because if one thing we always joke about is that a lot of our older videos, there's a distinct lack of diversity in the, in the voice talent because early on it was just mostly Craven and I yeah. doing a lot of the voices. And the Some older fans... Some people have been catching on. Yeah, older fans are starting <laughs> to tell the difference between like, oh, like way to go on those beats, Craven and Zach killing the voice on whatever. You know, <laughs> There so are some funny things that happen though. For example, everybody is saying... Oh, I think Bane is creepio. But what's funny about that is that, yes, that's true, but there's something else that's going on that is so obvious, but nobody's picking up. And I'll just leave you with that. <laughs> you leave it in the mystery? Yeah, yeah. I'll leave it in the mystery zone. But it's Watch the video that we posted recently, if you haven't already, the Kylo Ren versus Bane All-Star Gaming multi-bowl. Let's see if you can pick up on what we're talking about. Yes. Um... <clears throat> Big shout out to Bennett Foddy, by the way, for giving us that build of multi-bowl. It's not available. He does, he can't sell it and he can't distribute it because of obvious legal reasons. And it's he's just kind of wants people to enjoy it on a sort of renegade level. And yep. it's really awesome that we are able to be part of that. The game is a blast. And Bennett's a really cool guy. So if you do something like uh, pod, uh, podcast or streaming, you can contact him and request a copy. And he may throw you a copy and so we would encourage you to reach out to him and say hello yeah and there's an ap thompson we didn't actually have any personal contact with we met bennett at the uh, xoxo festival um and ap thompson is also the co-creator and i wish we had gotten to know him as well they both seem like kind of mad geniuses they're nuts yeah they just have a really fun <laughs> you know energy about them if you play any of their games because i think ap thompson made a game called bad tetris and it's <laughs> it's just everything in the name is in the name. It's bad. It's bad Tetris, and it's infuriating. It's the co-op version of Tetris. Oh God, that I haven't seen yet. I gotta check that out. Uh, we also want to give a, a big shout out to just a lot of our regular commenters on the on the videos and just friends that we see all the time. Like Bill, you know, it's always great to to see you. You're always just coming in like right out of the gate to say hello. It's really awesome to to see your name appear. Um, Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan <laughs> is, saved our ass. Has, has been a regular for a long time. He's always dropping great comments. Uh, there are so many people uh, that we just wanted to say thanks and, and, and hello to. I want to make sure you guys know, Carl came out of the gate on a video we posted, and he actually pointed out something that needed to be fixed. And <laughs> we actually went in and re-uploaded the video so that that wouldn't get... God. Yeah, that wouldn't spread. I think once people noticed that, I think it would the video would have fallen apart, so... Yeah, it was a fair fight. We actually, so the deal with that with that video is that Zach and I played the game about four times straight through. And uh, then we went back and took a lot of the the back and forth between us during the, the game and changed it over to Bane and Kyle. So there is actual gameplay being represented there. Yeah. We didn't we didn't just fake any of those games. Those were actual battles that they we were all games. that we fought. It was like we had to get the best balance of something that ended. We didn't really have the script together until we played the games, but we did know 
that we wanted Kylo to lose. <laughs> so we had to pick which player he was had Kylo. To, he had yeah. to. And in the best game that had the most games represented that were the most fun to watch, player two lost, which was me. <laughs> so we decided Kylo was player two. He gave the guest spot, player one, over to Bane. And that one ended, happened to uh, end in a tiebreaker, which is great. But then something happened along the way where we replaced a couple games just because they were more visually fun to watch. But then the scoring got all messed up, and it still needed to end at a tie. So yeah. we had to go in and fix that. We've seen a lot of uh, responses for uh, to keep that series going with new characters. So we're, we, we were thinking about that before, but now that we've seen a lot of really positive feedback on that, we're going to definitely do it. Uh, we're planning some battles between... Some other superheroes. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to have Optimus come in for a battle. Uh, we're gonna try to change it up. You know, have some other characters that we have never done before mixed with some of our older characters. Different takes on those characters. Maybe we'll do like a four, some four-player matchups or something like that. Yeah. But we're gonna. We're really excited about that. We're gonna try to make that an ongoing series. The, the, the big, it's really fun. It, that was really fun to make too. We were just. Di- we were just dying the, that whole the, time. We even died just because we had to get some footage of Quop. So we sat there. <laughs> we each on two separate computers played Quop. And we're just crying, laughing so much. That game's just so mean. And it's just the best. Trying to outdo yeah, each then, other in terms of how... We tried to outdo each other in terms of how far we could get. Then we started trying to outdo each other and how far backwards we could go <laughs> by just failing to run. And yeah, really, and then J.C. Powers, oh my God. Uh, son of a bitch that he is, sends us a picture. He actually got to the end of the track and jumped over a... The hurdle or something. A hurdle. We don't know because yeah. we've never seen it. It's 100 <laughs> meters. I got so, 2.3 was my record, or 3 or something like that. It was pathetic. Yeah, pretty pathetic. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if it's... Uh, what's great about these Kylo Ren videos, a lot of people picked up on it, but he's like the typical petulant like YouTuber. You know, he's, and a lot of people made jokes in the comments. Like, pretty soon, you you know, Kylo's going to be doing unboxing videos. And I'm like, why not? Yeah, maybe... maybe. <laughs> you know, our channel's always had this weird sort of... <laughs> it, we're a bit, we, have a weird, we exist in a weird place where we don't have that... Uh, output level and and numbers that these other YouTube channels that do stuff like that have. And so Kylo's become kind of a weird boon where we can sort of make him kind of like we can have the best of both worlds. We can keep our Arl Not style going strong with these typical Kylo Ren just becomes a typical YouTuber, you know, and he's those all those jokes that it can exist, not only just on the surface of like what he's talking about, but then like in the Star Wars universe as well is uh I think it's something that could be fun to work on. So totally, we'll keep trying that. Yep. So expect more Kylo. We may do a if we get back from the holidays quickly enough and get our our act together. We may try to do a Kylo Ren Rogue One review, but we're yeah. not sure. We might want to complete that narrative with him. <laughs> yeah, he's already built it up. Everybody's kind of they actually people are expecting it, which is weird. They're yeah. like, "What is that? When can I expect this?" It's like, okay, I mean, <laughs> so we'll have it on your desk by. <laughs> next monday it's a tricky thing because Christ. we have a certain kind of comedy for him and there's always that strange but and, yeah so for anybody listening we're always going to be delving into what our process is and how we're thinking about things so if you don't want the magic to be just ruined get turn the podcast off and don't subscribe to our podcast <laughs> don't do <laughs> this anything. is the place for ruiners this is the place for- this is only the fans for the for the fans of ruin <laughs> proceed so- with caution this is the podcast that lifts the curtain <laughs> So our thinking on Kylo, we're not sure how how deep into the universe it really goes for him. It's complicated because when he's watching trailers of films, is he living in a universe where the past doesn't look like the old Star Wars movies? <laughs> Are the old Star Wars movies somehow a strange rendition of his past? 
Right. You know, <laughs> like maybe maybe Darth Vader looks a little bit different in the actual Kylo Ren universe right. than he does in the films. That he's this, so, and these are like weird dramatic reenactments of things that actually <laughs> happened in his universe. Right. How strange is that? Yeah. And then the question is, if we move forward, is he going, <laughs> is he going to be able to review Episode Eight? <laughs> you know, can right? He, can Kylo Ren talk about the trailer for Episode Eight? What if he's in it? <laughs> it's like I was there, man. I don't like the guy that they chose to play me. It's super strange. I've got a huge bone to pick with this series. Yeah. So the well, Star Wars. So that's a that's a kind of a strange battle. And then the idea of just can Kylo Ren exist in a universe that's not Star Wars, but still be Kylo Ren. So that, that, if he does an unboxing, I mean we've already kind of crossed that road with Bane. So yeah. he's they're buddies for some reason. We had a couple things in there where Kylo Ren was talking about ho- hockey being, being an, a, earth, an sport. earth sport, yeah, and how on other planets around the galaxy this is just a normal day. So, like somehow Bane was cherry picked among all these galaxies as like a as a cool buddy to hang out with, yeah. with Kylo. You know that's how online gaming can act. Be sometimes you can you can forge bonds, with a- <laughs> unlikely with bonds with aliens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So Rogue Mat- One, matchmaking though, is crazy excited. in online games sometimes. Um, yeah, Rogue One, we're excited. You know that that what we were just uh, talking about uh, though, uh. that uh, quandary about like how do the films exist? And that, that reminds me of any film that is about a typical movie trope. Takes for like zombie movies, for instance. Mm-hmm. There's always a moment in a zombie movie where the zombie movie has to decide if it exists in a universe where zombies have never been heard of and don't exist in pop culture. Yeah, or if it's like. Shaun of the Dead, where they make fun of the zombie movies in relation to like what they're experiencing. They do that in vampire movies a lot, too. They're like, garlic only works in the movies, fellas. Right. Or in some movies, they're like, they have to go through the process of discovering what a vampire is. Right, right. When we all fucking know, we're like, God, just get to the stabbings <laughs> with wood <laughs> with wooded fire. <laughs> pitchforks. The pitchforks. Um, so yeah, I don't know why that reminded me of that, but that's always been a thing that bugged me in movies. Like half the, every movie has to decide that. Frankenberry. You What's know, a I, wolf? I have a man. Friend, a friend who's addicted to booberry. <laughs> he he gets it. Do they sell booberry anymore? No, they only sell it around Halloween, and he's always there to to pick it up. Was when, it, wait, when, do they? So those regular ones like. Uh, Count Chocula is available Count, year round, right? I think Count right? Chocula is around. I don't know about Frankenberry <laughs> anymore. Frankenberries? Yeah, I know Frankenberry because there was but then there was a mummy. I think as well. Count, yeah, mummy like it was it was something weird like uh, mum fruit 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 mummy <laughs> fruit mummy. I think it was fruit mummy. Let me look him up really quick. Fruit mummy. <laughs> fruit, right, fruit mummy. mummy. There he is. Monster cereals. Fruit brute. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Fruit they had to have fruit. some stupid rhyme scheme or alliteration, and mummy is nothing. Like, mungberry mummy. No, fruit, fruit brute. Fruit brute? That's yeah. not even... I don't even... That's just so bad. Fruit brute. Oh, no, no, no. Fruit brute and yummy mummy. Oh, yummy mummy. That, yeah, that was the one. So who's fruit brute? I think it's a wolfman, actually. Hold on. Fruit brute is, I think, a uh, wolfman. Fruit brute fruit, is... Fruit um, brute is for sure. So here's the thing. Never in the history of monsters has a wolfman been referred to as a brute. Yeah. The fruit Brute. Come on, advertising department. Well, here's the other thing. They have all these self-referential names and all of the other things. Like Could, Chocula. Couldn't yeah. they have called it, you know, Wild Wolf Berries or something? Wild Wolf Berries. Wolf Wild Berries. I mean, I guess you anything. can't use Berry because Berry's taken already. But yeah, but anything besides Fruit Brute. Like. Fruit Brute is, is uh, lazy. I think that was the last one to be added to the collection. And probably yeah. the marketing team was just... 
They're like, we need a they new just... monster. The, the hey. kids are tired of the old heads. Hey, you over there. Hey. We need a new monster, Mar. see? Mar. Mar. I'm Al Capone, and I work in marketing. <laughs> speaking of fruit. We need to rebrand. Speaking of, speaking of Booberry, Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Fruit Brute, and Yummy Mummy, uh, <laughs> the new series of monster movies, boy, we don't, <laughs> we don't know what to think about that. I, so we, the, we kind of arrived at the same sort of feeling about what they're going to be. Yeah, we watched. So we watched the the Mummy trailer, uh, which just looked like Mission Impossible <clears throat> until it was revealed that he has some powers and and survives. They gave away a lot in that trailer. Yeah. They're like, hey, he survived the crash and has Mummy powers. So we're theorizing that these films are all origin films. For people based on the so, for example, they're, they're going to become Tom Cruise is going to become this mummy-powered person. Then there's going to be <laughs> there's going to be somebody who's like the Franken-powered guy. Right. They're gonna, he's going to be like know? a he's going to be a government experiment where they reassembled the best warriors on the planet. Yeah, exactly. And like then Serpentor. And and but they'll probably all have some older play. Like all the yeah. origin films will be more like the original monsters. It sounds like they'll it's all get be... the new powers and then they'll come together like the Avengers. Is that the plan? I think that's guys? gonna be the plan. They're gonna be the monster squad. God, they're gonna I be... don't know. What are they gonna fight? They're all monsters. What are they gonna fight? And even even bigger than that, like how is Tom Cruise gonna share the screen with any other big actor? Like he he is single handedly responsible for saving the entire world in every one of his films. Yeah. Like he true. it's it's him. And in some cases it's hundreds of him. <laughs> Is he gonna be like, yeah? <laughs> Listen, guys, I know, I know we're all monsters here, but this is the Mummy show, <laughs> and the Mummy runs it. Tom Cruise is great, though. He is. He, I, he'll always be. There was awesome. a weird thing that happened it's where people started like him. shitting on him, and I was part of that. But then I didn't. Remember, I didn't remember why. I think it's just because he's so famous that you just have to. But I'm like, you know, I actually enjoy every Tom Cruise movie I, I ever see. I love to watch Tom Cruise, and I've heard that he's actually a great guy on set. Yeah, and that he. He he has a way of working with people that's actually pretty cool because a lot of people I guess are super intimidated by him and I guess he has a way with kind of bringing people in and yeah. and making them comfortable and he's just kind of like a normal. He's guy, like, I relax, guess. mortal. There is no reason to fear me. He's pet. I'm doing a petting motion right now too. He's stroking their heads while he with his other hand he plays with the amulet of Anubis because he's a mummy. <laughs> Cue, cue some some <laughs> some segue music. Let's see what we got. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on one sec. We're gonna have Zach. Uh, I'm gonna try to find some good segue mummy music from our sound effects collection. We got some. Hold, hold okay. on. A lot of our videos are, you know, we do comedy, we do music, but a lot of the stuff that not many people really think about is that we do, we redo the sound design and a lot of the stuff we make too. So. Yeah, we, oftentimes from the from the ground up, yeah. we'll rebuild entire scenes so that we can just add in a new character. Every voice. stupid little buzz and whir that Creepio makes when he makes the slightest movement was was put there. We have the sound effects basically in a large collection that's searchable through a program through of called SoundMiner, and like Zach was saying, it consists of literally thousands of sound effects, uh, many of which we've collected over time. A lot of which have come from collections. Uh, you know, there are some big collections that sort of everybody's using, you know, like oftentimes we'll run across sound effects that we recognize from films that are still being used today or, or well, a lot of commercials. Like for instance, trailers, ha trailers, uh, film trailers share a lot of the same sound effects. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's that. Well, there's also the, uh, <laughs> a lot of the, I've pointed it out in the comments before, but the sound effect that the zoomies make when you turn them on is a popular sound effect. 
It's in Rand, uh, it's in uh, Rick and Morty, I think. Oh, is oh yeah, it is. Yeah, they, so it's when uh, they open up the uh, the gate. Uh, that's a sound effect. Oh, that's that a lot of the time. A lot of people might recognize it as like night vision goggles being powered up in uh, Splinter Cell games and things like ah, that. Yes. but it's actually a, an old flash bulb, camera flash bulb being charged up. Yeah, it's always hilarious that it's this. It's always represented as future tech, but it's a really <laughs> old sound. Yeah, and that that's interesting too. Uh, you know. Sound design is a really great craft, and it's a lot of fun. And you hear a lot of stories about people such as Ben Burt creating sound effects that we all know, um, the TIE fighter and, and all these things, and, and how crazy it can be, uh, like mixing an elephant with the sound of a car on wet pavement for a TIE fighter. It's crazy. So we also try to follow with that same philosophy and spirit. Oftentimes, we'll, we'll use sounds that don't seem to be what they should be, uh, to try to create something unexpected and kind of funny. And, you know, sometimes we're doing Foley. Um, oftentimes we're doing Foley by ourselves. And, and But then other times we're pulling sound effects from collections and mixing and matching them. And um, one, of the, one of the funny things that you can do is just take sounds that aren't what they should be at all. I'm going to make fun of my sound designer friend for a second. Uh -oh. uh, this guy, he was uh, doing a short film and there was a scene where somebody dropped an egg. And he... He ended up trying to foley this an egg dropping. It was an egg being dropped into a basket. So he went out and he bought a basket and he had dozens of eggs and he just kept breaking them in the basket trying to capture the sound. Was and he like, this doesn't sound like eggs? Yeah, it didn't sound like <laughs> anything. It, it didn't even sound like, I mean, there are some things that you just don't foley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have to, yeah, you have to like. You just have to think of other ways to create what you think it should sound like rather than what it actually does sound yeah. like when it happens. And I think this is where you get a lot of people doing crazy things like when somebody loads a shotgun and cocks the gun. Yeah, shotguns know, don't sound like they that. They do not sound like that. They sound like toys. And, and another, <laughs> there are so many examples of this where you use sounds that just would never happen. Uh, one of my another one of my favorites is when somebody points a gun at somebody, it just clicks and locks like over and over and over again. Whenever they move it, it's like move towards one person, and then they move it towards another person. You know, it just keeps making this. Swords do that too. Whenever somebody moves metal through the air, it like shimmers audibly. It's like sh like it swords. Swords don't shimmer like that. You have that. kitchen knives. Try it at home. They don't do that. Um, there's also there's a lot of this stuff visually too. I used to work at a commercial production company that did something called tabletop. And tabletop is the, uh, it's basically any close up of a product you see. Like, so for instance, we had Pizza Hut, and any shot you saw of pizza getting sliced real close up, my boss probably made that. And they do that with food too. They replace food <laughs> with things that look more like the food than the food does. Like, milk is never milk on camera. Yeah. It's either glue, glue or in this case, he used, um, uh, you know, when you buy ice cream in bulk, it comes in liquid form. It's not frozen. So it's just ice cream. They're using pure ice cream for milk. And, and <laughs> That's the magic, yeah, though, Yeah, chocolate, right? like candy bar chocolate. Like when they show, like, the, the the candy bar being made and chocolate's drizzling all over, it's brown paint. Like it smells like shit on that set. It just yeah. smells like somebody spilled a ton of paint. It says it says a lot about what it takes to make a commercial or a film where, where you have to use all kinds of tricks that seem to go completely against your instincts. You just picture this guy covered in brown paint all over his face. He's like, just wait till you see it on, on, on when it's finished. <laughs> I promise you, this is going to be good. All right, I'm going to play you some tracks. All right, so here's like, so in, in this library, there's some musical stings that are just stock. 
Yeah. And he's going to he's going to surprise me with something. I'm going to try and um, describe a I'm show. I'm just going to try to find some that I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you do a search, everything is searchable by metadata. So you can look up something <laughs> like musical sting. Uh, here's one called discovery. Oh, discovery tag. He's a scientist. She's a supermodel. And they'll be right back. <laughs> That's a short one. That was more of like an in-between, like right, right before yeah. the commercial break or something. Aggressive synth. Aggressive synth. Oh, that's not even... I'm just going to stop that one. No, play it again. All right. Yeah, I'll do this one. Wistful, wistful segue. Oh. Now, now, think in your mind what a wistful segue would sound like. Now, let the... Wistful... Wistful. Wistful. You'll just have to see if tomorrow breaks. <laughs> Heartbeat segue. Oh, here's a circus segue. Circus segue. Okay. Will Boneless the Clown get away with it? <laughs> oh, Boneless. <laughs> These segues are pretty funny. Yeah, they're definitely like commercial break. There's a lot of wah guitars in there. Here's a, here's a toe, toe tap and tag. Oh, okay. Ooh. I don't know what you would use that for. <laughs> That's like a quick montage. Nobody you know, knows. Like a... Oh, dang. That's definitely like um, showing the exterior of a house right before you see Uncle Jesse or something like that. You know what this reminds me of? Sometimes it's okay to let a scene breathe without music that every moment of a film doesn't need to be accompanied by a score. And sometimes things can just be overscored. And in the theatrical version of Fellowship of the Ring, which I adore, and that the score is incredible uh, by Howard Shore, there is a scene in the beginning where Gandalf is riding towards Hobbiton and uh, Frodo picks him off before he gets into town. And while Gandalf is approaching, he's singing The Road Goes Ever On. And it's just the sound of Gandalf singing and birds and just the ambience of the forest. And Frodo hears him and gets up and runs to meet him. Gandalf like pulls up and stops singing. He sees Frodo, it's like quiet. You just hear birds and, and woods. Yeah. <laughs> and then Frodo says, you're late. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. So I think this scene plays out really beautifully. The sound design work is awesome. You're allowed to just kind of sink into the ambience of this location. And as you're introduced to these new characters for the first time, then he jumps on the wagon, music starts, and, and it's beautiful. They head into Hobbiton, the Shire. So, you know. Hobbiton, so though? Is that what it was called? I must have missed that, the original. Is that like. This is weird to me as like an outsider, because that'd be like a, a regular person town being called Peopleton or something. Like <laughs> so, so the. Anyway. In the, in the uh, extended edition, Shore took the opportunity to adjust some of the music, and that also happens, and, and that's fine. But what he did for the extended edition was he added a score to Gandalf singing on his way towards 
towards his first meeting with Frodo. And then when he gets to Frodo and stops the wagon, the score does this sort of Seinfeld finish like this. It's actually like Segway music. And then all the, the mystery about these characters that we're meeting for the first time is kind of sucked out. He's arrived. And then he pulls and goes, and I'm getting too old yeah. for this shit. <laughs> You're late. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. Personally, I feel that that was an unnecessary addition. But of course, some people may think that that was actually an improvement over the original. So it's interesting. It's all very subjective, um, and it's really fascinating to us. Here, let's give you another. Uh, let's do another segue for you. Here we go. How about we go with a winding down segue? Winding down segue. Winding down go. segue. Here we go. You know what, Steve? Who cares what other people think about you? If you care, the bullies win. Now sit down and eat some pudding. <laughs> I think I'll do that. Thanks, Dave. All right, let's go bouncing tag. Electronic drum segue. Hold on a second. All right, where's that? It's right, right here. I see it. Yeah. All right, here we go. Electronic drum segue. Oh, uh, here we go. Holy shit. Aliens are here. <laughs> That started out as real surprise, and I tried to salvage it. Uh, that was not that was unexpected. Here's playful tag. That was that, damn. I, don't know, I didn't even know. Do what like a was. more of a of a like a, less of a segue, a little bit more of a fuller. I don't even know. I, I'm just. What's jumping? Oh, jumping segue bass. Oh, jumping okay. segue full band. Yeah. Oh, that's classic. That's straight Saved by the Bell style. I used to work with a guy who was. He actually believed in segues like this, and he'd have me. He'd be like, "I gotta get out of this scene. I need a, a segue that's like brittipritchero," and I'd be like, "Oh shit, I can't even believe this." He also had me adding laugh tracks to things. Oh no, I was so bummed out. Fancy tag, no intro. Oh, this is the espionage tag. Yeah, which is the most obvious, no-brainer espionage tag. Before you played it, I knew exactly that that, that was going to sound like that. Confident, confident segue. segue. Con, now, now, when music is confident, what do you think? How would you? Describe I feel like it's. This? I'm going to picture a guy strutting down the sidewalk, knowing that he just like got he got even somehow. Yeah. I don't know with who or what, but he's got even. See, what I'm thinking is a confident segue musically. I'm trying to think what would what would confidence sound like? You know, something you know, strident and positive and a. Major key. Yeah. Like, it's got it's kind of bold in its melodic purpose. That, it's also you know? interesting, too, the difference between us, because I think of, like, scoring more and, like, feeling. Like, what is this going to... What, what is that going to make you feel like? And you're like, now how do you write this song? Well, I'm thinking about why it's called Confident right. Segway. It's got... It's, I mean, musically, you know, when you're looking for sounds, the, 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 the labels have to tell you something. But, all right, ready? Yeah, let's do it. Confident Segway. Confident Segway. Here we go. Wow. I, I just got even with Mr. Bully. Yeah, I think that's what was happening. We got even. Oh, god damn it. Oh. Who's that? 
That's my. <laughs> we just. Oh God. Say like brother. Yeah. Yeah. We just and, added. And the, uh, and the thing's going off. Yeah. It's. That's okay. We can separate those. Your whole house those. is wired. Um. Okay. Let's keep going here. So there's a second confident segue. No trumpet. No trumpet. It's gonna just sound the same. No trumpet. But not no less confident. Though. Right. Actually, it is less I like confident without the a trumpet. A little less, yeah. The trumpet, who knew? The trumpet adds all the confidence. Barnyard segue. There's some things in here I think that... we all know what that's going to sound like. It's going to be a little fiddle. Barnyard segue? Some fiddle. Let's see if how much fiddle is. I think we did this one already, didn't we? Oh, right. Yeah, you did that one. Excited segue. All right, here's a distorted tag. Oh, damn. These rockin' teens won't stop getting into trouble and bangin'. They love to bang. <laughs> I don't know what show that was for. Here's a saloon tag. We'll go Westworld on it. Okay. So what we're seeing hey, here... Partner. Hey, I see you're holding aces. That's, that was more like um, somebody walks in and mouths a bunch of stuff and then the separate... The, 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 the card comes up. The silent movie card comes up after that. <laughs> sauntering. Sauntering. Yeah, what, what is a sauntering? There's a lot of strutting. Let's see what sauntering is. Sauntering segue. Yeah, let's see. Uh, saunter. This is sort of a, a smooth kind of Is this a confident walk? Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this may be what I was trying to describe with the confident tag. Uh, that's, not, that's not what I was thinking, but I guess you could saunter. Who in the <laughs> hell would saunter to that shit? <laughs> Come on, system. Relaxed. Rela- I pumped. Know. I want to see the pumped tag. Pumped. We have pumped followed by relaxed. So right, here's let's pumped. Let's do pumped first. Get. These get. curls aren't going to do themselves. Get pumped. Curls. And then after we get pumped, we like to relax. Just sitting down in the locker room. Creepy old naked guy. He's always there. <laughs> you ever see that? I, it's, I hear that's a common phenomenon. It's, it is. I didn't know if it was just me, but it turns out it happens to everybody. There's always a creepy old naked guy. Yeah. In the in the in the gym locker room. You know what happened? To, when what happened to me was today. I got onto the the elevator in my building. There was a creepy old naked guy on it. it? J- just an elevator in a regular building, and the guy was in a bathrobe. Oh. There isn't a pool. He needed the the confident segue tag. <laughs> there's nowhere to go in a bathrobe. There's nothing. There's nowhere to go with the bathrobe. He it got off. He like, got off on one. He got on on one floor and then got off on another floor that were just random floors with like nothing you on them. May have sh- should have told somebody about that. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe at the at the very at the best that was somebody's lost senile grandpa. Is he old? <laughs> no. Oh no. Nah. He's a creeper then. He might have been. Yeah. Wailing segue. Wailing segue. Wailing as in crying? Yeah. Or like like hunting <laughs> whales. Wailing as in um, There's no H in it, so it's just crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the guitar is wailing. Oh. oh. Damn, did that guitar wail? Where's that one with the 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 80s? That's a Catch it. We're that, never going to get him, Barry. That was straight Mortal Kombat. Oh, this is a classic. Just got AIDS. <laughs> Industry Terrible. tag. 
Let's do one more, and then we'll uh, we'll move on to some sound effects. All right, industry tag, industry, industry. This is the the captains of industry, the titans of industry. Together, we will forge ahead, and we will make products better than anyone else. Product made. <laughs> the future. We've got to buckle down. And Whoa! I want... That was such a lazy ending, too. Right? <laughs> See ya! Bop. Didn't even... That was the natural ending. land on the root there. All right, one more junkyard tag. I want to see where junkyard that goes. Junkyard tag. Here we go. This is the final one. our harmonica. I will be happy. Junkyard tag. Here we go. What? Nothing about that evoked images of a junkyard. I don't get that. I'm gonna do one more called Mega Beat. This one looks like a good one. Here we go with Mega Beat. The waveform's all over the place. Oh. You have 30 seconds to defuse this bomb. I'm gonna steal Mega that. Mega Beat. I like that that little harmonic movement in the background there. I'm gonna, that, I'm I think there's actually a good idea buried in there somewhere. Yeah. Maybe I'll steal it. Oh, Mark, yeah, earmark that one. So a lot of the time, okay. <laughs> so a lot of the time, we when we're running searches this library, we come across a lot of the same sounds over and over again. And we sometimes we'll, we'll look for just some sound effects to fill out crowds or scuffles or just background noise. And for some reason, this one always comes up. Yeah, and we look for that. Yeah, we're always yeah. Th this one. It's so useless. Ouch! He says ouch. So I think there. that's I think the actual description of this of the file is two guys fighting. Oh, ouch! Yeah, but it's I think it's funny men have fight or something like that. Funny men have fight. Yeah, and I can't imagine what's happening there. The only th I, I when I first heard that sound, my re gut reaction was like, is is that the sound of two men having sex for the first time? It's, cause I've been in fights. That doesn't sound like any fight I've ever been in in my ooh, life. Ouch. Ooh, ouch. Ouch. <laughs> ooh. Ooh, ooh. Ouch. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard. I don't know. Here, here's another one. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> so, so there are some things going on in there, right? First of all, there's like the guy shouting Alakazam. There's the laugh. Then there's a, a person there's a, doing a, a chicken. No, it's, it's like a person screaming like a chicken. It, it's so like it's so specific. Under what circumstance would you use that sound effect? I'm gonna here here. Listen to it again. <laughs> there's a guy in there going like like So there's a wizard that actually turned a guy into a chicken. I think is what happened there. That's yeah, your specific scenario. Yeah. So okay. So if, if for some reason you have a project where you have a, an evil magician turn a man into a chicken. That's the sound effect for you. It's let's, perfect. Let's do a scene built completely around that sound effect. I'm I'm in. Let's do the evil chicken wizard. I am in. Returns. Okay, so here's a here's Oh, look at Zam. Oh, ouch. Insider tip, that's just us. <laughs> we were wrestling. Here, here's another human yell that comes up that I hate. Yes! <laughs> yes!
Yeah, so why is that an Adam Sandler character, first of all? <sighs> why do you need a guy yelling yes? In a, like, an accent of unknown origin. I know, it's- Yes! It's too. Like, if you, so, okay, the, 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 only, the only condition that I've ever thought is if you have a crowd of people and something happens and there's somebody in the audience who's like, yes! But it wouldn't be that guy. No, never. Like, yeah, It would never be that guy. That's a hunchback. Yeah. It's he would not be allowed so in public. Uh, here's a... What's next? Yeah. Here's a good one. Oh, this is like a... This is an alternate to the first yes guy. Oh, okay. There, there are more of those yes guys. Yes! Yeah! Yes! Yeah! It's weird what he does. I, he I turns like his, his yeses over into yeses. He's like, yes! Yes! Oh, you're, you're blowing it out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes! And then he's like, yeah! <laughs> that guy. I'd like to shake his hand. Let's see. He's out there. What do we got here? Who's next? Uh, here's another group of guys doing something. I think this one's <laughs> called Two Men Fight for Baseball. Oh, yeah. I got it! It's mine! Let me have it! I got it's it! Mine. Let me have it! I got it! It's mine! Let me have it! That's probably the most useless sound effect in the entire Holy collection. Holy crap. It's it's mine. There's nothing you would ever use. Like, there's no, I can't even, I can't even. That's definitely two guys in bowler hats on a stage. Like there's no modern use for that, that sound file. Yeah, it's, but it was part of a collection. I don't, I don't remember what the name of the collection was, but. Oh no. That's a good one. Out of all the ones we've heard so far, though, I could find a use for that one. A juice harp? You yeah. can't we can find put a, a price on a good juice harp. That's one of those musical segues that we didn't see while we were going through our list. That is definitely <laughs> qualifies, though, as musical segue. Coming up next is our favorite scream of all time. This guy the, shows up a lot. This is our version of the Wilhelm scream. We try to use it in almost everything that we do because it makes us laugh so hard. We hate the Wilhelm scream, by the way, and it should be put to sleep forever. <laughs> that's just, there's no arguing with that. I love that that's guy. The best, that's the best scream. The first time I ever heard that scream was a, a, a project Craven did on his own like 10 years ago. And it was the sound of a guy being disintegrated into atoms. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> he just turned into starlight while he was making that sound. And I never laughed at anything harder in my life. That guy, yeah, he's the best. Here's another, uh, here's another human scream. I don't know what this one's going to sound like. Human. Human scream. Whoops! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whoops. Dude. Somebody probably told him beforehand, just scream naturally like how you would scream if you like, if you sat on a, on a tack. And that's what he, and, oh, wh oh, 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 whoops! A <laughs> oh, whoops. This from the old timey collection. <laughs> Where you weren't allowed to just yell F-bombs whenever you stubbed your toe on something. You had to say whoops. But, but, but the thing is, uh, whoops is uh, an exclamation that you use when you drop something. Like, whoops. It's not uh, an exclamation of pain. He was like, like being slowly stabbed. Like, like, there was a knife entering him as can, he screamed that. Can you imagine, whoops. For, can you imagine for example, <laughs> snapping your ankle? Like, breaking your ankle after falling? And screaming, whoops! <laughs> you don't, you don't scream whoops in in any kind of pain. Whoops! 
that's just so strange. Maybe he tripped and fell, his eyeball fell out or something. I don't know. That's, a, that's such a weird but one. But it wasn't painful. No, it was... Yeah. Silly me. Here comes another one. <laughs> oh, no. Does that file say Mix African? Racist thing I've ever heard in my life. That is, that, what, what is, is the a, full that, name of that, that file? That is a legitimate sound effect that was part of a collection that I, I have floating around, uh, called called racist sounds from from around the world. <laughs> Wait, that's an actual sound collection? No. Oh Jesus. <laughs> no, I was. I, I almost I almost bought that. No, it's it's a mix Af African. I don't know. That is, first of all, clearly white people that have never even met a black person in their life. <laughs> and everything they know about Africa came from Looney Tunes. <laughs> Holy shit. That was amazing. Obi obi oh. And then the other guy, and then the higher pitch guy. Here comes another good musical tune. He's a cop that doesn't give a damn about your rules. He's got his own. The rules man. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. <laughs> and, and finally, last but not least, we have the... Uh, <laughs> last but not least, we have the scream that everybody will recognize as the Howie Long scream. It comes up every time we're searching for a scream. Uh, you'll recognize it. It's in like every movie trailer. It's almost like the Wilhelm in its popularity. Yeah! goes on forever that screams amazing the first time i ever heard it was i think i don't know what the era was but it was definitely in like the extreme sports rise and it showed up in a lot of mountain dew commercials of guys like really yeah they'd like dive out of planes and when they were just charged to the teeth on mountain dew that's the sound they would make <laughs> i think it was like the late 90s or something like that i have a theory that zach doesn't agree with me and that's fine but i think it sounds like a tie fighter no do you think it sounds like a TIE fighter? I, I see. Hold on. Let's play Ready? it out Here again. Here we go. Yeah! Okay, I, I don't, I don't disagree that it sounds like a TIE fighter. I disagreed that it actually was used to make the TIE fighter sound. Yeah, no, you're probably right. But check this out, right? I'm going to turn the Howie Long scream right now into uh, into a TIE fighter. Okay. Now, we, we, haven't, we, haven't done this, we haven't done this previously to this part. This is just something that I'm saying I'm going to do right now. Do All it. Right, hold on. I have to rearrange this here. Oh, okay. Do you want to pause this while you uh, get this going? Nope. I'm going to see how quickly I can do it. All right. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to create a new track. Like a so. I can't do it while we're recording. Okay. So ready? Here we go. This is the Howie Long Scream. Just with some added uh, reverb and delay. I'm going to see how this sounds. Ready? Do it. All right, here we go. Yeah. Hold on. That didn't sound like a TIE fighter that at all. That sounded like actually Howie Long falling into another dimension. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was a huge fail. Okay, so reverb. Okay, so reverb and delay didn't do it at all. So let's try this. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna back off the 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 delay. That didn't really work for me. But maybe a little bit of verb. I'm gonna back off both, and I'm gonna uh, extend the sound effect through a time expansion. Here we go. That's getting there. It's getting there. Okay, so it's not a terrifying. That's pretty terrible. The sound is getting more horrifying, that's for sure. So as my final thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to take off some of that reverb isn't working for me. I'm going to back off the reverb. I'm going to add. Oh. All right, so here's here's where we arrived by adding just a little bit of flanger uh, and some uh, white cockpit sound noise. Yeah, it sort of sort of doesn't work, but I it just tried. goes to show you there's no substitute for an elephant screaming over a car on wet pavement. <laughs> Hey, I tried. It was pretty good, you know, though. It's just you know you gotta have a little more suspension. If you put longer. it over a visual, it might actually sell it a lot, a lot more. Yeah. You know what? Actually, in the next uh, episode six, that's what all of our time fighters yeah. are going to sound like. At least, at They're least, all going to be Howie Long. At least one of them is going to get that. Starring treatment. Howie Long as this Tie fighter ship, <laughs> an engine, a twin ion engine. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to sign off until after the holiday. We'll be back. We have some excellent things planned for right after the holiday. We're going to be uh, following up on our Zoomies universe with yeah. some, some some cool stuff. And uh, we're still trying to figure out um, Arnold's best guess. I think people kind of hated that. I don't think they hated it. I think they just didn't see it. Whoever yeah. watched it, I feel the, the, the majority of people who saw it enjoyed it, but I just don't think that many people saw it. Whatever it was about... It may just be too technical and experiment maybe yeah. for us. I think it was fun. It was it's fun pretty to fun. But, uh, you, can you blend the bean song? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a weird thing happening, though, where it's the same thing with, like, Copper, where, like, a lot of people didn't see it, but the, the references are popping up in the comments section in a lot of hilarious ways. You guys in the comments section are, like, just, are just real funny with the way you pull those back out <laughs> and then get into whole conversation threads back and forth with those. Yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, by the way, there's a fan of ours, Jorge Castillo, and you should look him up on Instagram. It's He goes under the name Beto Two Toes, and that's B-E-T-O, the number two, T-O-E-S-S. -S. He just sent us, on his own volition, a really fantastic design uh, that is now available on a t-shirt. It's DJ Dooku. And it looks like it belongs in a, in a sh it looks like it came from a TV show. It looks, it's so good. Yeah, and it is, it is fantastic design work and illustration. It's awesome. Yeah, he came forward without, he just said, I want you guys to have this and I want you to put it on a t-shirt. And I was like, this is, a, this is done. So that shirt is available on our Spreadshirt store. If you just search for Spreadshirt Arl Knots, you will see it there along with some other shirts. Uh, I believe there's some discount codes for the holidays. I'll look those up later. And post them. Tweet it. I'll tweet it. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Twitter, my favorite way to talk to people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's cool. Go by the power of the force. Yes. Have a great holiday. Uh, eat lots of good food. Enjoy time with your friends and family. Watch, you know, Die Hard like everybody else. Ah, so good. Yeah, it is yes. good. I, I think it kind of makes me mad that it's become a cliche that. 
everybody thinks that they're clever now when they say that Die Hard's a holiday film. Like it's that's done, but it's like it was always it was always all, but it's but it is like I can't hate that. Yeah. In fact, the one to to see is the Die Hard two uh, dubbed clean version that shows up on TNT. Oh man, those clean versions. Have you not best. seen that one? No. Specifically I, I may Die Hard ha- I may have, but I have not, but I didn't register it. All so right, well, it's... here's how we're going to close the podcast. We're going to close the podcast with some made-for-television uh, Die Hard 2 moments. They get this guy overdumbing Bruce Willis. It's so bad. <laughs> we're going to be able to find that? Oh yeah. Until next time. Until next time. Peace out. You can have two, Joe and you. No pictures, you pinko. Now, in the meantime, you get the hell out of my office before I have you thrown out of my damn airport. Hey, Carmine, let me ask you something. What sets off the metal detectors first? The lead in your hat or the junk in your brains? Hey, McLean, I got a first-class unit here, SWAT team and all. We don't need any Monday morning quarterbacks. Hey, forget Monday morning. My wife saw one of those damn planes these guys are fooling with. That puts me on the playing field. And if you'd have moved your fat feet when I told you to, we wouldn't be hip deep in snow right now. I'm hauling out of here, and you rocking the boat. Connection? Come on, McLean, just a few words. Okay, just a few words. Joe. Off. Make up your mind. Oh, we are just up to our neck in terrorists again, John. Governor Papa, stop it. Yeah, we're the good guys. You see, you're one of the bad guys, and now that I got your sorry neck, I'm gonna trade it for my wife. than you think. Well, at least I'm thinking, damn damn it. Listen, you wise guy. We're here to service that hijacker. Yes, I was wrong about you. You're not such a rascal after all. No, you were right. Just your kind of rascal. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon.